Hello everyone, it's your favorite winos, Dylan. And Jordan. And we are back today in this beautiful 2024 year to bring you another wonderful podcast episode. We hope that you have just been enjoying your 2024 season so far, I guess I should say, and that nothing has really made you go, (laughs) maybe 2025 is my year. (laughs) No, this ain't the year. I mean, it's only February, so come on, people. Right? (laughs) Hopefully nothing too bad. But if it is, you know what? We're going to wish you the best of luck, and here you go. Open a bottle of wine and just unwind with us as we do this episode. (laughs) Absolutely. I keep telling my family, I'm like, it's the year of the dragon. I was born on the year of the dragon. (gasps) It's your year. It's my year. So maybe you guys just need to step down for a second. Just let me take rain. Oh, hell, king. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, hell, king. Oh, hell. No, but honestly, though, we are excited that Mm -hmm. you guys are here today. We are taking a wonderful flight around the presser area today flight being a key word we are diving into airfield winery and um we had a wonderful time at airfield estates in presser washington we did it was super fun when we went to visit and um myself dylan and my husband ryan went and we had just a great afternoon It was just fun, Um, a good time, great trip there from Tri-Cities, it's only about 25 minutes or so, Yeah. and um, lots of wineries around, but I had never been to Airfield, and um, so I was really excited to go. Yeah, and that was kind of my interpretation of Airfield. It's right off the highway, and I've always seen it, but I've never been able to stop in, Mm -hmm. and so... When we were coming up with our 2024 calendar year, I told Jordan, I said, we have to do Airfield. We hear always good things about their products. Yes. And their um, just location is beautiful. I mean, the inside is gorgeous. They have these wine barrels everywhere. Mm, it's beautiful. Yep. And it feels like you are actually in a... Um, like a cargo plane. Yeah, absolutely. Holder, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, um, we don't know anything about planes, but we're trying. <laughs> we know someone about mine. I wine. know zero about planes. <laughs> I don't know how they even function. No. The like right brothers. I get it. Good for them yeah. for, like, getting out there and, like, building all those planes with all those wings. <laughs> Do you, are you thinking about the Family Guy yes, episode? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> We also hear Love Family Guy. I really quickly want to apologize for a last mm. episode. When, of course, we heard back on <laughs> the sound of the episode, we definitely sound like robots, and that was unintentional. So I just want to apologize and hope that this episode brings yes. you a little bit more of an ASMR feel. Yes, yeah, so um, the sound is yeah, just a little bit off. <laughs> we were off, so sorry. Yeah, we definitely were off. But um, other than that, we are going to go ahead and just jump right into kind of airfield and our experience there, as well as, um, of course, uncorking. And today, instead of a calamity, I actually told Jordan I have a really scary story that I listened to on TikTok. And I only got halfway through before I was like, this has to go on the podcast. So I'm super excited to share I'm it with you. I'm so excited because, you guys, this is going to be like my true reaction. Because I was like, oh, send it to me. And then he was like, 
ha ha, no. <laughs> was like, I mean, he didn't say no, but he's like, basically. And I was like, oh, good. That's even better because then you're going to get like my true reaction. Right. So I am super excited to share that one with you all. And other than that, Jordan, how are you doing? I am doing great. No, I'm just kidding. We can't always be great, right? Yeah. Let's be real. We're real on this podcast. We're real. Um, I'm doing okay. Um, Yeah, just with like the girls. I mean, we had break and then getting back into the new year and just getting a swing of things, you know, New Year's resolutions. Right. Um, And trying not to like do not so much, I guess, resolutions because I feel like we always break those, right? And so just things that we're trying to do better or that we want. So that's what we were trying to like manifest this year I guess yeah um and so just for like my goal and my husband's and just like being I mean even though we coach we put ourselves on the back burner just because we put so much into our kids yeah and our athletes as well that when I mean our athletes and our kids but um so we're you know workouts weights all that stuff and then we're still coaching during that time so we were like you know what we need to get back our, our butts back in gear get back like working out mm-hmm. actually you know helping us because you know if we're doing better then the kids can see that and so then you know they're like oh you know so they see that we're actually kind of taking care right. of ourselves so getting back on that bandwagon has been hard but really good um and so that's been it's been fun though like getting back at it and feeling good um but then just work is always busy with one thing or another and um with interns and just finding things to do and then obviously different um uh things that we put on so you know we got father-daughter dance and all that stuff coming up and so it's just like always going always going and then some people leaving work so that's been sad and transition of like oh who's gonna do that but all in all it's been good it's just a lot right now (laughs) and so it's crazy but and then tracks coming up and so that's always busy for ryan and i and so yeah but it's been good um a lot of changes it seems a lot of change change is good change is good i like change i like consistency but i also like change right so you know if you could put those two together some people are like you can't do well yeah you can do that i think you can do it you know and i think what's important is that even through change, you're able to recognize it. Because mm-hmm. some people who dive deep into change choose not to recognize it, and then they avoid it at all costs. Yeah. Where change is sometimes uninevitable, mm-hmm. right? It's going to happen no matter what. And for you to be able to say, hey, let's do this together. Yeah. And I'm going to hold your hand, and you're going to hold mine, and we're going to do this, and we're going to walk together. Yeah. It's so good for you both. And I'm so happy for you. Yeah. That thanks. this year is going to be amazing. It is. And I'm excited. Yeah. And I just think with that change, like, even in change, if you keep things plugging along, just like at work, like, I was telling my boss when we had our one-on-one, like, change has happened, but we've done so good about, we just keep going. It's not like the world is crumbling or falling and we can't right. do our jobs because somebody left. No, we still can't do our jobs. And so, like, that's a good testimony to us when people, like, down the road don't even, they're like, oh, that person hasn't been here? I'm like, yeah, for, like, six months. <laughs> yeah, you're like, where And you're like, well, that's good for us because it shows that we didn't let it affect, like, yeah, of course, we're sad or whatever. It's not like we're just faking things, but, like, we are still doing our job right. and what we're supposed to do. And that, 
people in the outside world would never know right. that that person was not there. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm also excited about our goals for Wine 101. We yeah. have an awesome, maybe I'll take a picture and just put a little blurb on our story or something about our picture, <laughs> our 2024 year calendar uh, behind. It's getting filled up with stuff and postings. So really make sure we're trying to be, I, I think consistency was my word of like, and wanting to do more. So like social media, all that stuff. So, right. Um, TikToks and Instagram stories and posts. So those are going to come out more regularly. Um, we've heard from you guys wanting to like buy the wine so you guys can share it with us, you know, while you're listening to the podcast. So stuff like that with links will go out um, so that we're supporting those businesses and also you guys can support them if you want to help. So um, that will be more for us this year as long as well as we're going all over. Yeah. No, we are so excited for this year. Um, you know, and like Jordan said, we do have a calendar and I'm, I'm super excited. I know this last year has been kind of, it's been different. I mean, to really navigate through a podcast. I mean, of course, it's our first time mm-hmm. doing a podcast and really trying to adapt this lifestyle into our own personal yeah. lives. <laughs> and it's um, it's not as easy as it looks. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? And we definitely enjoy it and love every moment of it and being able to share this time with you. Um, so our goal this year is to really be headstrong and we have specific days we're uploading and we have specific days we're doing our, like Jordan said, our, uh, social media posts and when we're going live on Instagram. So if you want to be updated on any of that, go to our Instagram. That's wine. That's W H I N E dot with us and, uh, follow us on Instagram of course, our link tree is in mm-hmm. the um, bio there, and then you can follow us on all the other social platforms yes. like TikTok, and reach out to us if you have any type of business inquiries through our email. Yes. But. Yes, and also just along with that, um, as Dylan said, our lives and any of that, we are going to be bringing back Wine 101. Ah. So we are doing that. Every, is it quarter? It's a quarterly. It's, okay, yep. quarterly Wine 101. Yep, so we have it uh, four times this year, which we are super excited. Uh, actually, this month, the month of February, is going to be our first Wine 101 back in motion. Mm-hmm. So um, get ready and kind of look out for it. It's coming on the 23rd. Uh, when you're listening to this episode, it should be February 9th if we're still in plan, which <laughs> that is our goal. It's so our goal. we're hitting our goals. <laughs> we're hitting our guys. goals, people. So, um, yes. So on the 23rd, that is a Friday. So go ahead and just listen, get ready for that. We're super excited to start doing those again and yeah, bring you something new. Yeah. It's just a quick, you know, 15 minute episode. So something just to learn along the way. Yep, absolutely. So nothing too crazy, but you could drive to work. Well, it depends on where you Depending live, on where I you guess. Drive. Yeah. If you live in the left side, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, B. I might just be going down the street. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we're excited. So how is life with you, Dylan? Life has been, um, you know, life is life. It's uh, been pretty fair. I've had a lot of just... I think good and um, I think with the time of the year, it's just been one of those crazy 
moments. I don't know if it's just like seasonal depression or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, mental health matters, we're going to be honest. We are. But, um, you know, I think we're finally starting into that new year and new refreshments and getting our bodies back in mm-hmm. check. So I'm excited for this new year. I'm excited to see what changes are made, what things. I feel like I'm getting a lot stronger as a person, as an individual. And um, so I'm just really excited. Uh, that's just kind of personal life. As for my nephews, they are getting older by the minute. Oh and I love them terribly. They came and saw me at work the other day. You know, and I feel so bad to all my to all my fellow coworkers who didn't get to see the my nephews. I'm sorry. My sister is going to bring them back, I promise. It was so funny. I brought them in, but I was also gonna go into a meeting in literally ten minutes. And of course with meetings you show up early. Yeah. That's just the truth. And so I was like, I brought them inside to like get them inside and then I was like, I love you and I kissed both of them and like ran off to my meeting. And just left him kind of there to let my coworkers see him. And then whoever got to saw him, get to see him. So I didn't even get to see him. So I'm as jealous as you guys are. <laughs> you left him out? Well, no, I didn't like, I left him like in the lobby. If that makes By sense. By themselves? No, I had, Jordan was oh. there. Oh my gosh, who do you think I am? <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> just him? I had to go to the meeting. Please watch my one-year-old. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on. Come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you think time is money? Money makes the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're like, where are we? This isn't the firehouse. Um, makes <laughs> 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 first. <laughs> It's the best. And literally, like, we just can quote, they would, yeah, they would know. <laughs> um, anyways, but yes, no. I uh, left him with Jordan, my dad, who showed okay. him around to the, my peers. I literally was like... That's so funny. You just left them? They're just standing there. They're like, Help us, we're poor. We're poor. <laughs> we're poor little souls. Oh, please, uh, please, sir. Please, <laughs> Um, work okay. is going great though. I just yes. got um a really big position. Well, I'd say it's a position, but really it's like a big spot in what I was kind of hoping for. I ended up getting the chair for the wellness committee. Um, which is a big, I think, accomplishment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all about mental health and wellness and um, yes, all those I things. So I'm really excited to just. And that something new, new eyes, new mind, and new opportunities this 2024 year. Like I said, you're the dragon. So, super excited. I am the t- No, that's a different song. That's a different song. <laughs> I am the tiger. Um, but yeah, no, other than that. That's awesome. You know, it's been just good. It's It's been a good solid year, a good start. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. Thanks. I'm so proud of you. I knew you would get it. Oh, I know. I knew you would. So, well, with that, Dylan, we are going to start. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
Okay, so Airfield Estates Winery. I'll just give a little timeline of here, but um, like we talked about, Airfield is in Prosser, Washington. Yes, sir. So on your way, I'm sure you've heard of Prosser along the way. They have so many wineries around that area. Beautiful little place. Um, during the summertime, I mean, just walking to, I mean, really anytime, really, to right. walk around and go to different spot to spot. But um, Airfield Wineries, uh, timeline of that. In 1907, their um, founder, H. Lloyd Miller, pioneered to the Northwest Settling in Sunnyside, Washington. Um, and the, our family estate was founded in the heart of the Yakima Valley hmm. in 1920. Wow. In 1934, uh, H. Lloyd Miller met President Franklin D. Roosevelt about the Yakima Valley's need um, for the Rosa Irrigation Canal, and he signed off the following year. Wow. And they got property, and lots of different things happened, the war, all of that. And then in 1951, um, with the leadership of H. Lloyd Miller and the Rosa Irrigation Canal, reached the completion, opening approximately 72,000 acres of farmland to cultivate. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in 1968 is where they planted their first wine grapes consisting of Riesling, Gewurztraminer, and Cadsov. So that is, wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. 1968. Um, And then in 1971, Don Miller, who's also founder of our first commercial wine grapes, making Airport Ranch one of the original commercial growers of wine grapes in Washington State. So this place is like one of the... Like first it seen yeah. Well, and did you see that the airplace closed in 1944 and 1946 and the buildings were auctioned off to H. Lloyd Miller for just a dollar. Wow. Which marked the beginning of Airport Ranch, which is amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, moving on, in 2005, uh, Michael Miller founded Airfield Estates Winery. And in 2007, Airfield Wines uh, made their first public debut when they opened Airfield Estates in Prosser, Washington. Um, and then the second um, wine tasting was opened in Woodinville, and um, they've just been crushing it ever since. Um, no pun intended. But <laughs> <laughs> facility of the farm capable of crushing up to 1,200 tons of grapes. They opened a um, production facility in 2014. Right. 1,200 wow. tons. That's insane. Tons. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a ton. That's a ton, baby. Wow. That is crazy. That's a cool... I like how they have their timeline. I kind of wish more people right. did a timeline like that. Well, and I mean, it, it's a... It's a family-owned. Yes. It started correct. with Howard Lloyd Miller, yep. gone to um, Don Dietz, mm-hmm. and then, of course, now with Michael Lloyd. Yep. And um, you can see their cute photos on their website. Yes. They're so old-timey, and I it, just I love, love it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's so... I love that. Love that family. So... Airfield Estates Vineyard is situated in the heart of Yakima Valley, Washington State's first established AVA. Um, It's nestled along the foothills of Rattlesnake Mountains and it spans 830 acres and includes over 20 different varietals. Wow, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, As we talked about the timeline, um, Don Miller planted there in 1968 
and just one of the first commercial vineyards in Washington State, which we did talk about. Um, farming in one place for an extensive period of time has provided them with a high level of knowledge and more experienced approach to viticulture. I bet knowing your land like that for that long, of course they would. Yeah. It would be. Yeah, they would know it. They're like this soil over here. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of soil. They actually talk about it. Um, they're <laughs> classified as silt loam. Our vineyard, our vineyard has one of the preferred soil types for growing white uh, wine grapes due to its drainage capabilities, nutrient contents, and pH range. Wow. Yeah, their farm there. They have shallow soils dispersed with fractured basalt, as well as sandier sites, giving them quite a lot of diversity within a fairly small geographic region. Because you think that where they're at, it's yeah. But they would have a lot to deal with the soil, with the different soils. Because over here, we kind of see more sandy like that. So they have definitely a lot to deal with. So um, that's awesome. And then um, because we do live in a high desert area, which Prosser's part, you know, that um, that provides them with long, hot summer days and cool nights to fully ripen their fruit while retaining natural acidity. Um, so the, our area is great, which is why it's a lot of, perfect it's area for perfect wine. For wine. Um, so yeah, that's just a little about them. They have, um, over 20 different varietals, which I believe I said, um, and you can see all of this on their website and that's airfieldswines.com. Yeah. So, um, but that's just some, a little bit of background information. I also love about their website. It's so beautifully done. It's just great. Can I say real quick. Um, they also have videos of not only the history of their winery, but they were also on the PBS show mm-hmm. Made There, uh, which is season two, episode seven, if you're looking for it. But they have a whole episode about their winery, which That's awesome. is so cool. And, um, of course, they do their 5K vineyard run and grape stomp, which... Yes, we may, should do that. You know, 2025, uh, when we're, like, snatched. So snatched. <laughs> So snatched. <laughs> so snatched. Just do weddings there. I that place would be perfect for a it's wedding. Beautiful on the inside. Um, I ended up taking a couple pictures of their wine barrel rooms, uh, and we'll we can post those. And those are just it's beautiful on the inside. I'm just on their website looking at photos for a wedding, and it's like, it's how would perfect. you love to walk into those wine barrel? Like, I would be like, everybody gets a glass of wine, go sit down. And then when you kiss the bride, everybody cheers. It's like, you yeah. raise the glass. And, but like with those, I'm like, open up one of those. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Beer can get, but with yeah, a wine barrel. Wine. Oh, gosh. So gorgeous. So, oh, wow. Okay, anyways, sorry. if you no, are a 2024 20, bride or 25 or whatever, you know, uh, go ahead and check it out. Yeah, no kidding. And they also have three different tasting rooms. They have the one in Prosser, they have one in Vancouver, and they have one in Woodensville. And so, um, you don't have to just make it to Prosser to go and see this, this wonderful winery. You so got our three website, options. Yeah, our website friends. There you go. So when we're talking about these, now you have no excuse. You don't have any so. excuse. <laughs> Do better. Try again. Do better. So, well, are we ready to open and we can kind of talk about Yeah, let's do this it. one. Absolutely. Okay. What um, wine did we end up getting? Of course, okay. a wine red. So, our white wine that we ended up getting is the 2022 Unoaked Chardonnay. Ooh. And I love that 
unoaked. Isn't that such, yeah. It was such a, when we were reading through it, we both kind of looked at each other like, unoaked, interesting, you know? Yeah. Because uh, most Chardonnays are oaked packed mm-hmm. and so to have something that's youthful and um, different is going to be ex- exciting to reopen up and re-dive into. Of course, we have our tasting notes mm-hmm. and from, um, what we did. from when we did it, exactly. And we'll rebalance through those and see if what we had yes. back then mm-hmm. matches kind of where we're at today. And this is a twisting, so sorry, you're not going to get the bottle, but I'll twist it. Ah, ooh. You'll get the fun neck cracking yeah, sounds. Oh. So. I do need your glass. Yeah, though, it's all the way across the room. My apologies. <laughs> I can smell it already. Oh, wow. That's a strong, vibrant smell. It is. Like, it just perfeated. Perfeated? Perfeated. <laughs> just. It's just citrusy. It's yeah. smell. I mean, it really opened up the room. It, that's literally what I was trying to say, but yeah. not the right word. You. you know? It's cheers. It's a great kid. Cheers. Thanks. Smell alone, just citrusy. Um. Really good aromas. Oh, wow. It's so good. Very. So I'm looking at my notes. Um, Dylan got us these awesome books. Uh, It's called Tasting Journal. So um, we can write down the different, um, what it is, what we're tasting, you know, what it looks like, all of that. So put pale to medium. I was kind of in that middle. Um, Definitely straw color. Hue, I should say. Sorry. Intensity. Was that pale to medium? Uh, very citrus forward is what I put. Fruit citrus forward. Yep, that's what I put too. You're going to be tasting, you know, your uh, almost like lemon honeysuckle, cantaloupe. Pear. Pear, apples. Yep. Any of the fresh fruits rather than your harsh um, sour fruits, if that makes sense. Very easy, like... Like I said, citrus for all of that, but smooth on the back. I'm not getting any heart, nothing harsh, nothing. Nope. It's definitely crisp, but it's clean. It's very crisp and clean. Um, wonderfully balanced. So, I mean, it, it's, I wouldn't say she's delicate. I'd say she's. Floral. Very floral. Mm-hmm. The smell. That's um, what, yeah, that is what just came, engulfed. Engulfed. I was looking for. Love engulfed. Not perfumed. I get what you meant. Like, yeah. it, like when you spray perfume yeah, out in the air. Literally, like it, you know, that's exactly like that was when we opened the bottle. Yeah. That's what we got. You're not like it, it's not overwhelming like mm-hmm. going into Macy's or anything, but oh no, I meant like a good floral, like somebody exactly. just spritzed, and that's literally what yeah. we got. You go into Bath and Body Works, and yeah. you're like, oh, this is cute. Um, yeah, that is so so crisp, very balanced. I would say. Refreshing. Mm-hmm. Refreshing on the palate. It would be good with, I mean, usually, of course, we always say our charcuterie boards, um, but a good chicken alfredo, mm-hmm. you know, your pastas. Shrimp. Shrimp would be amazing with this. Shrimp alfredo. Your asparagus would be really good with this. Oh, let's go get for some. Di- for dinner. It's right out the door. Um, they recommend my favorite, brie. 
Um, we really need to do we that. We really need to do three. Okay, we're going to do You're that. You're going to have to go back on episode one, probably. <laughs> just joking. I don't even know what episode it was that we talked we about so this. talked. It, had to, it was it's early. It's an early episode. I want to say it was Waterbrook. Like, probably. Our third episode. When we, when you, okay, guys, sorry, I'm going to go back. When you, like, think about this, and maybe you guys, too, that have been along with this journey with us. When you like say third episode and you water broke, I'm like that was just yesterday. But then it literally it was literally wasn't though. Right. Because this is our second season. It's our second season. So our second, second episode. Year. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, that was just the other day. And yeah. And I'm like, so much has happened in life. In a but year. It wasn't. But it was. Right. It's those little things in life that brings me joy. Me too. Being with you is joy. <gasps> Love you. Let me say that. Yeah, I would say brie, like a good cheese, like meats are good on there, but I'm just saying just like different cheeses with crackers or yeah. something. Like we just, just cheese straight up. I would just do the cheese. It. Yeah. I wouldn't even do fruit, to be honest, because I feel like this is It's very fruit enough. forward. Yeah. But you know, I... I almost think having a couple strawberries with it would be really good. Yeah. That little tartness of the strawberry with the sweetness of the wine. I feel like the back and forth balance might be pretty. Um, they recommend caramelized onions on their website. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. I didn't think of that one, but that was a good pairing that I was like, absolutely. With some meat. <laughs> I just love meat. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um... Uh... <laughs> So we have mentioned, I don't know if we've mentioned. Oh. We definitely mentioned that it's an oakless Chardonnay. Oh, yeah. So what that means, it's made with an 100% stainless steel okay. fermented and aged barrel. Oh. It has no oak touch to it. And it's not, I mean, some Chardonnays, they can be dry. I think, rough, yeah, because I know we're not really like white wine fans slash also like sharp like really yeah fans um but this it's a, i can get down to this it's absolutely it's one of those that's like it's calm it's soft mm-hmm. i want to sit by a fire and drink it that or i want to be out on a summer day <gasps> like on a boat yes yes or just chilling in the heat with our sun hats on i don't know just things that wine people do Looking like the... Like I'm like a snack. Uh, <laughs> with big glasses and just like... <laughs> the only thing I'm thinking of is the one lady from Mamma Mia. Oh, I was thinking of um, Shit's Creek. No. Yeah, Shit's Creek. Okay, honestly. Say that. Say You didn't call. You didn't run. I texted Alexis. I'm sorry I didn't get you back data. It was like one text. This wine is awful. Give me another glass. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. Check out our TikToks. Yeah, my gosh. Um, But yeah, no, I think either like fire. If I'm thinking like that, I'm thinking like a summer day though, because I mean, obviously it's still winterish, but we're not saying no. You know what I mean? Like, this is good. I like how they kind of talk about the vintage notes and I'm just going to read them through okay. a little bit. Yeah. 
It says the 2022 vintage in the Yakima Valley was a bit of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. A mild winter extended into a late spring with early frost periods in a winter-like conditions in April. The cool spring de- oh, excuse me. The cool spring delayed bud break by a few weeks and caused a delay in the growth of the vineyard as they moved into the summer. Each vineyard block was meticulously managed to ensure a ripe crop by harvest. Uh, They ended up lowering clustered per vine and allowed for more sunlight exposure. And by mid-July, temperatures finally started warming up and led to a record growth in a short amount of time. And here they are with this wonderful wine. Mm -hmm. Cases produced was up to 200. Wow. And, um, of course, you can buy this wine at their locations, or you can buy it online. Mm-hmm. It's priced at $20, which I think is a perfect price for this wine. Yeah, it was great. Especially the conditions that it went through. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl. Yeah, so um, when they made this, you know, Chardonnay, this 2022, it is 100% estate grown and was harvested with optimal uh, maturity in mid-September. And once they harvest it, they send it directly to the press for a gentle pressing. So it's not a full on, you know. And then it's cold settled for 72 hours. And then after cold settling, it was sent to the stainless tanks um, that you talked about. Um, and then it's um, with temperatures at 60 degree range, which allows the rain, uh, the, the wine, excuse me, to be the fruit star of the show as it is. So... Um, after fermentation, the tank uh, had their leaves stirred twice a month for two months to help build the texture and soften the wine. Um, and so that is just that great wine, that Chardonnay, that's bright and balanced acidity that we're tasting right to this day. So right. super cool how they do that. Um, I love that. So No, this wine is actually really good. Um, but to kind of talk about our experience at... Uh, airfield we had our wonderful server uh liz who yes. was just the sweetest um Thanks, she, liz. yeah shout out you're amazing uh she was just bubbly and knew exactly what she was talking about mm-hmm. which we kind of look for i mean sometimes it's hard to find someone who kind of like, knows even though you're selling us a product that you probably should know <laughs> um but liz did a wonderful job as well as she comes over and she goes, you guys want to try some of the old wine? Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was I... so good. So good. It, and we... You gotta buy it there. Yeah. Christmas. Oh my god. 100%. We have done mule wine before. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we did it from Debo Bay, Oregon, which was great. Uh, we've had it at Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. Not too great. I wasn't a fan of that one. No. And um, so it's hard to find a good mule wine because... Normally, you don't drink wine hot, you know? Yeah, and you have to make sure your spices are good. Like, everything's done well. Exactly. Yeah. For only $25, you get not only a delicious bottle of wine. Yeah. You also get the muled spice mix that they produce with it. And the cork. So you can... They tell you how to do everything. It's so cute. It's the cutest thing ever. And, of course, you can buy the spicing Mm -hmm. mix on its own. So if you have a bottle of wine that you want to do it you know, with someone else, yeah. that's great. But I definitely, 10 out of 10, would recommend using their bombshell uh, red yes, wine. that was delicious. It was so good. It was a, what'd she say? It was a Cab Franc and a Cab Sauv, mm-hmm. I believe, um, wine that just, it, yeah. I can read it right here. It's uh, it's actually a lot more than just that. It's um, 
47 Syrah, 33 Merlot, 16 Cab Franc, a 3% Malbec, and a 1% Grenache, and um, a wonderful pizza wine. And by itself was just... Oh, it was good. I was actually very impressed for a wine to have such a varietal composition to dive deep within its flavors and not have this feeling of confusion or a loss of influx. Yeah. So, but yeah, so with that wine, you also get a Mm -hmm. wonderful opportunity to make it into a mule wine. Yeah. I want to just talk about, um, I feel like we should do this more just if people want to know, um, if you haven't seen pictures, but just going in and that our experience of we came in and um, they have big tables kind of everywhere, smaller tables for a more intimate section. Um, we sat where there was four like um, just chairs, I guess you would say. They were, how would you describe the chairs? I don't know what kind of chairs. They were comfortable chairs. Like They were super comfortable. Were they were like chairs, cute little like, couch, chair, couch like, chairs. Yeah. yeah. And then in the middle, they had two big long couches where a family was already at. Um, just, you know, a bunch of probably people just getting together from that time, the holidays. And so, um, in the new year, I should say. So it was just, it seemed like you could go in and you're just having a glass of wine at a friend's house or, you know, it wasn't, um, some places can be a little bit uptight and you feel maybe you have to, I don't know, sit somewhere special or sit a certain way. And I just felt that. It was very um, comfortable just walking in and just, you know, felt like home to me. It did. It, and that was the one thing that, you know, when I looked at her and I was like, this does feel like like a home, mm-hmm. you know. And it doesn't feel like a business. Yeah. It was, obviously it was business. And it, it from the inside, kind of when you walk in, it almost feels uppity. Yeah. In just my opinion. They have wine. It's it just very clean looking. It's very clean. It's not like... I say uppity, and that kind of can come off like suit tie wear, yeah. you know, but it's not. Um, it's just a super clean, it's professional feeling. Yes. But as soon as you sit down and you have, like, Liz come up to you, mm-hmm. it's it's a homing feeling. It's like, oh, okay, I'm with family again. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Um, they also sell, like, apparel there, and we really got t-shirts and uh, sweatshirts and all that stuff super cute super cute and comfortable and yeah just really great um recently yep. reasonably priced um so i mean just i did we didn't buy any apparel there but i kind of wish i did now i was almost going to <laughs> it's super cute we can go back we, yeah we can always go back unless liz <laughs> yeah liz can you hold one of those yellow sweatshirts oh for my me? gosh yeah that so was cute awesome color <laughs> even for ryan to say that yeah he liked the color he did like that pretty pretty big so um yeah overall uh this is this is great um really enjoyed airfield um wish we could have spent a little bit more time there but just with timing and everything and all that it's um we had tegan's birthday party so it's like a whole thing but so right anyways wish you could spend a little bit more time there but next time but you know what if you are someone who is looking to go out to enjoy some good time, good company, we definitely would recommend. Oh, yeah. Um, this is what I think me and Jordan were super excited about because it is very sometimes hard to find. They don't just serve wine there. They have a whole variety oh. of other things that um, if you're not a wine drinker but your spouse is, 
you can get yourself a glass of wine and you can get yourself a beer or yes. different type of beverage. Yes. <laughs> Which, sorry, Ryan, um, we didn't know that. And then I was like, oh, they do serve beer. And then it was too late. But they had definitely different beers. Obviously, they have non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic beverages. Um, they even have this cute kid's... Um, what did they call it? I wish I took a picture of it, didn't you? Yeah, it's called a... a oh, a kid's pack. Kid's pack. And what did it come with? Uh, the kid's pack come with potato chips, fruit snacks, grape juice, of course. Oh my gosh, so cute. Um, coloring sheet, crayons, Aeropop, and stickers. So cute. All for seven bucks. Seven dollars. Yeah. You wouldn't even get in the freaking McDonald's the Happy Meal. No. That's awesome. And it gives your kids something to do exactly. while you're enjoying some time for yourself or with a spouse. Yeah. And um, it's such smart marketing. People know nowadays that like, they hey, do. bringing my kids, can we get something for them? You know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like we talked about in Waterbrook and how they did the kids play, right? Like, it is more, I guess, I don't want to say like acceptable, but I guess acceptable would be the word that you're going to go wine tasting. and Right. Some people might not have babysitters or they just want to hang out with their family. And if you're, now let me preface this, hopefully that your kid is well behaved in these situations because you do not want to bring a kid that maybe a little bit too much, I'm just going to say it, that doesn't know how to hang around in professional settings. And so just be cautious when you go to these places. It's not just don't let your kids roam. Be respectful of others, all of that. Most kids and families that bring their kids to the wineries, their kids are great. They understand, you know, their parents doing this and whatever, and they're able to do whatever. But just be mindful of that. But I am super glad that it is more now, like, family-friendly for most wineries. So. Okay, you ready for this? This is going to blow your mind. It says on their website, first off, because I'm just reading through, or it doesn't say on the website, but it says on the menu. First off, a dollar for a soda. So, oh. yeah, non-alcoholic beverages, cheap. But I'm like, a dollar fifty for Welch's grape juice? That's a killer, right? But get this. They're growers for 350 acres of their own Concord grapes for Welch's grape juice. Jordan's face is as shocked as I was when I read that. 350 acres of their Concord grapes. Oh my gosh. Goes to Welch's. No wonder. Wow. That is incredible. Welch's grape juice. I just thought that was like. like... Isn't that a commercial? That's an old commercial. It's a very old commercial back in the 60s. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyways, so I'm just saying. Isn't Um, that crazy? Yeah. But I, I do love that more places are doing things for kids. Like, I think that's super smart just because people bring their families or their kids or whatever, you know? Yeah. I just think, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, hey, we're going to go to a winery or we're going to meet up Dylan. Where are we going? We're going to the winery. Okay. I mean, my kids pack. They pack their books. They pack their snacks. They pack their color. Like, you know what I mean? But if a winery offered it, you know what? I'm paying for it. Like, I would be like, yep, give me two of those kids' packs or whatever. You know what I mean? So, for you other wineries out there, just letting you know. Well, and that's the thing. 
your kids are always so well behaved. I mean, I just know. honestly, yeah. they're the best. I'm not trying to, yeah. Well, no, they're gonna learn how to act in public. Period. <laughs> well, and if you're gonna bring your kid, don't ruin it for the rest of us. That's what that's what I was saying. And yeah. nice, I'm saying, yeah. No, but seriously, it's the truth. Um, but no, I I think it's smart marketing. Yeah. I think it, we look at Waterbrook and they had the, the flights. flights, you know, mm-hmm. and we have Airfield who's doing the kid pack. Mm-hmm. Um. Their marketing is smart. It's so, it's so smart. Like, yeah, if more plate like did a kids pack, mm-hmm. I would be buying it. Period. Like honestly, they need to have an well. That's just a charcuterie board, but I was gonna say an adult pack, but yeah. <laughs> but in the kid pack, they could do a lunchable. I honestly, this is the reason why we are. The this is why we, we have charcuterie boards <laughs> because we are the kids. We are the lunchables. kids. Yep. Um, but like, yeah, then I would be like, no, I'm not bringing my own food from home. I'm going to get a kid's pack there because I'm going to want to support them because I am bringing my kids in. Some people can be like, oh, kid, but like, right. most, like I'm going to say, not all, but most people that bring their kids to wineries, their kids know because they just grew up with those parents. Exactly. I would say not all, but you know not what I'm all. saying? So, but most, like my kids know when we go out, like how to talk to waitresses, waiters, they're respectful. They know other people are around. Yep. They're not going to mess around. Like, and I don't let them mess around. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and I'll be like, okay, you can come, but this is how you act. And yeah. they know, but they also just like being around adults. My kids are old souls like me. So it's like, they like being around adults and they like, think oh, that's yeah. so cool. So it's, they're going to act a certain, like, you know. Yeah. They're going to want to yeah. impress and be Which just makes them better like humans it. when they're older. They're the and best. And not treat servers and people in the industry like trash, trash. So, you know literally that's my little soapbox i'll get off now i loved it so honestly though this wine it's a lot gets better than when we tasted it i'm I not was even just gonna, gonna lie. say it I'm not even gonna lie. when we tried it at the i mean to be honest when we tried it there we were kind of hesitant we were like is this the one that we want to do yeah, we weren't sure. We, we definitely were not sure. Um, we um, we kind of, our little box books have these cute little faces for ratings. And we both put this kind of like, eh, face. Um, but I definitely wouldn't be a meh face today. Yeah, like no. It's, it's, it's a smiley face. It's refreshing. It's clean. It's something that I can enjoy and not feel like I'm just chugging down you know what i mean absolutely it's not like oh gosh we gotta finish this right it's it's so good it no. is and it's really good <laughs> they did a really good job with yeah. this one so so good job airfields yeah and I with love it. that should we uncork we should hey yay okay let's do it uncork last month uh we did different kind of uncorking alex gave me a game for my birthday and it's just the, the trivia, right? We yeah, it's the cool trivia. Okay, so we're going back to our questions, though. Yeah. Because we need to get deeper. Let's get deeper, deeper, deeper. baby. Just okay. new year, new us. New year, new me. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. Yo- YOLO? YOLO. Lobo. Lobo. Even our guest lives. Do you guys think that's awesome? <laughs> if not, don't tell us. Okay, there we go. All right, everybody, get your glasses out. It's time for uncorking. I just made that up. I kind of like it. <laughs> We're keeping that. Okay, cool. That was everything. Can yeah. you do it again? Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes people are like, I think, like my friend Kaylee. Yeah. Shout out Kaylee. Keep this in here. Yeah, I'm keeping it. Going. 
not that part. Okay, well, you Dillon can keep it in. Okay. Future Dylan should know what he's keeping and what he's okay. not. Um, shout out to my friend Kaylee, who was like, I listened to your podcast, and I was like answering you guys, but then realized you weren't there, obviously, Aww. because, but that's a that's tribute, what we because want. that is what we want. We want you to be that third person there. Yeah. And then she got a whine because we talked about it, and then it was cool. And Love then that. watched the movie, Have You Checked the Children, that's <gasps> what the neighbor calls, all because of our all October podcast. podcast. So shout out to Kaylee in Arizona. I love you and miss you. Cheers to Kaylee. Cheers. Okay. Question number one, everybody. And I didn't do it. <laughs> All right. And now I forgot what <laughs> I was waiting. I, I hate you. Hang on. You want me to go back? I love All right, everybody. Get your glasses out. It's time to uncork. Question number one. Let's do it. What surgeries have you had? Um, if you've had any, I, I guess I should preferably say that first. <laughs> I've, I mean, my wisdom teeth surgery. I guess that's and surgery, surgery. Do you consult? Yeah. Okay, so I had my wisdom teeth out. It wasn't it was an easy surgery. It was nothing terrible at all. It was quick, easy, and I actually don't remember anything besides the weirdness of the cracking of the bones. So. Crack goes the bones. <laughs> uh, but other than that, that's kind of the only surgery I ever really had. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't have anything. Oh, gosh. I guess I'll give you my life now. Yeah. What have um, you done? My wisdom teeth. Okay. To, well, here, it was just the one, I guess, is really. So, that dentist was great in Seattle. He just numbed me. I just had Riley's. So my mom came over sat in the car with Riley because I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to drive home but he didn't do it he just numbed me really great doctor love that dentist love that if, I, if he was over here I'd be like I'm going to you um, don't get me wrong I love my dentist now but and then I had um, a laparoscopy to deal with my endometriosis and then I had well that was first then my wisdom teeth then I had um, two C-sections, emergency C-sections. So that was fun. Um, I guess that's it. So. Did you find that, I mean, considering that you've had more surgeries than I have, do you find that they get easier over time? Uh, no. It's still terrifying. Well, C-section, oh, okay, all of them, because I was put under. Yeah. Well, sorry. Put under for the first one, the laparoscopy. Right. Um, second one, I just had uh, an epidural and then they anesthesia more. Okay. Um, both terrifying because it's like, okay, yes, you trust, you have to trust this anesthesiologist to know what they're doing. Right. To give you the right, but then also like slight panic attack. Like with Riley, maybe with Tegan, I was better. I can't remember. Maybe I was both the same. Because so when you have a C section, with, with Riley, I was 41 weeks. Uh, she wasn't, I wasn't progressing over like six centimeters and her heart rate couldn't take it. So they like were watched a couple of times and they're like, nope, we got to get her out of here. She can't handle this anymore. Right. Um, so then got Riley out. Um, so I already had the epidermal, epidural. They just had to put other stuff in there. It was kind of whirl, whirlwind anyway. So it's like, I, I didn't bet. really process what was going on. And so, but still, I remember laying there. The anesthesiologist is like right here because they have to watch me, watch right. my side, sit like vitals, make sure I have enough 
everything. Right. And so um, that one always like, I think my psyche is playing like, I can't breathe like a little bit, you know? And then second one with Tegan, I could sit a little bit more because I went in just for a routine checkup. And then they're like, you need to go to the doctor. And I'm like, okay. So they did more stuff with me, like check Tegan. And they're like, oh. then the doctor came in and was like, well, you're having a baby today. So oh, wow. And I was like, all right, a month early. I was just going to ask. So, you know, get ready. So then I had more time to process, but I kind of knew kind of what to expect a little bit. Right. Not really. But just because with Riley, I had another. So it's like, okay, I'm like, how are we going to navigate this? Right. So that was more, I think, because they had to do, like, more anesthesia stuff because I wasn't, like, prepped already, you know? So. Yeah. And then that one, I kind of freaked myself out because I was like, oh, I can't really breathe. Because I'm like, so I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, maybe die. Well, yeah, because you're stressing out. Yeah. There's a lot of things that, I mean, can happen. Yeah. And so that was a little bit more. But they were sitting, like, right with you right here. And you... I talked to, like, the anesthesia, like, the whole time, like, she's like, how are you doing? How are we doing? I'm like, I can't breathe. Like, I feel like she's like, no, you're okay. But they still, like, you know, they'll give you the, so it's like, you're, you know, here's your yeah. oxygen. Like, she's like, you're doing great. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, and I think that's what's nice with the medical field is they mm-hmm. understand and they're able to course and help, you know, in those situations where you do, you have a mama of panic. I yeah. mean, it's a stressful time. Your body is already producing stress because it's giving birth, first yeah. off. And then on top of that, now you're getting a trauma sense mm-hmm. with your body because you're getting cut open. Right. Yeah. And then your mental state is mm-hmm. going, why are we being cut open? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So kudos to you and all those who've had, um, well, that's my train of thought. C-sections. Thank you. I was gonna. I was trying to say the cesarean. Cesarean. You guys are saying cesarean. Yeah. Second question: Are you ready for it? Yes. Have you cut ties with any friends? Who and why? I didn't realize we we're gonna start the podcast <laughs> off like this, baby. Hey, welcome to twenty twenty four. Uh, yeah, we have. Um, oh, we yes, we actually have. Collectively, we have. Collectively, and I also... yeah. Personally, I have too. Uh, here's my thing I am I'm kind of like a carousel door I allow people to come back in I believe in forgiveness I believe in second chances so my door is always usually open Um, does it hurt after a while when people use and abuse that absolutely however I've learned to embrace grace and um to really just signify what's important and give people second chances right mm-hmm. um ain't that the truth i mean that's that's what i would want for me i make mistakes absolutely right? if we gotta cut people because of, yeah but then there's also making sure you set your boundaries period and when people cross those yep. or i forgive but don't forget right yeah. so if you're going to wrong me, I'm going to be less likely to believe you this next time or oh, want to true. hang out with you. You know, I had a, oh, this is good. This is good tea. Everyone get their wine out. Um, oh, my cheese. We're getting the cheese, man. Let's go. <laughs> I had a. Uh, get your wine out. Get your wine out. You, want, oh. you drink that. Oh. Run slow on this front here. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. I've done a lot of talking. 
Clearly. Um, no, so I had a friend. 2023. Sorry. You're good. Do better. Oh my gosh, I hate you. Okay. Wow, you are sassy. I'm sassy tonight, sorry. Okay, keep going. Uh, the end of 2023, I actually learned to reconnect with people. And it was kind of a fun experience to just meet and reminisce on the fun times of life back in the day. Yeah. And with that, I had the opportunity to make connections with a former friend that is no longer a friend and the way it was going to turn out Jordan when I tell you it was just going to be like a screaming match when we met back up because mm-hmm. they were expecting something mainly an apology that I wasn't going to provide because I was not in the wrong it just would have been a negative situation and I wasn't going to put myself through that I think to reiterate on a lot of things. Two, I think there are friendships that we endured but fizzle out over time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That A lot of my friendships have had that happen, you know? Um, in certain situations, too, I think there are people in this lifetime that just... It happens, and yeah. it happens for a reason. And I'm a firm, yeah, I'm a firm believer that people coming into your life for a short time, a long time, a season, whatever that may be, and then they are allowed to not be in your life anymore, right. um, and you learned a lesson through that, Yep. and you had some good times, maybe you didn't have such great times, and there's a reason that they're not in your life anymore, because, right. you know, I believe when, I think it's a saying that's like... Um, God, like, what is it? It's like, God heard what they said behind, like, closed mm. doors or something, like, along mm-hmm. those lines about you. So why he's closing that door or something along yeah. those lines. Like, don't be mad at God because you didn't hear what they said behind your back because like, he did or something like that. Doors. Like, he heard something behind closed doors yeah. and that's why. So it's like, I firmly believe that. Yeah. Um, And so I'm just, like, thinking of friendships that we've had and um just like oh but also i'm just like you know during that time i was also was like revealed to me like who's good who's not good i wasn't i was in that time where i'm like no i'm kind of like learning myself standing up for myself more and he did Yeah. yeah okay for our last question i think this is actually really good um and i feel we need to do more of this really me but I mean all of us. How do you practice self-care? Oh, you know, I drink. <sighs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, honestly, I think self-care is very important, clearly. Um, I think throughout the years, I've done different things mm-hmm. that have helped. Um, reading is a great way to self-care. Taking time for yourself is very important. Yeah, we um, need to learn that. Yep. So whether I mean, that's especially, <laughs> it's true though. Um, I've also have learned to paint. So painting was a really mm. good self care for me, and um, I find that when I am having one of those days where I'm just depressed and not wanting to do anything, getting out of the house. 
Yes. And spending time with friends is actually really good for me. Um, if I'm alone in my own thoughts, mm-hmm. it's a lot more damaging and harmful for myself yeah. than to go... And even if I'm quiet, just sitting on the couch next to a friend, yeah. I'd rather do that than not be able to spend time with someone. You know, you're always welcome over here. I know, and that's why I love it. Sit on the couch and watch Family Guy (laughs) and forget all of our problems. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. Self-care is really important. Um, Things I like to do, I'm not a big reader or painter. Depends on... Okay, here's the thing. Painting, if I'm doing a sip and paint. So, let's just be real and honest. Um, Like, drinking it. We should do one. We should. We should do a lot of things. We should. (laughs) Um... Second, read um, if it's, like, a good, like, murder story. That's, mm-hmm. like, my jam. Um, but I recently... Well, not recently. So Ryan was gone for six months to his military, so if you guys don't know that. Yeah. Uh, you should, because you should listen to our Spain episode. Oh, my gosh. Um, Amazing time. Yes. So uh, he was gone for six months. Uh, that was during 2020. So pandemic, gone. A two-year-old... Well, no, she was two. She was... She was young. Three. Yeah. Riley was like three, almost four. And Tegan just turning two. So yeah, Riley's four. Um, so that alone. Yeah. And then Ryan gone. And so that was insane. Um, after Ryan got back, my sister JL and I, um, we went to, which I think we should do, we went to the Oh my gosh, where did you get your bed? Oh, the Davenport. Davenport. Ugh. And we did stayed the night. Yeah. Did the whole like facial massage finger like up that petty mani petties like the whole thing yeah so to me like that self-care is like getting facial scalp mm-hmm. a shot like all of that and then just like sitting in our room and we did like the um take it whatever that's called when you come to your room, room service oh room service yeah um and watching tv and that's what we did and literally was like amazing yeah. When I worked in restaurant, I had a lot more money. Um, it's true. When I was a bartender, I was making. You made good money. Just I like, mean, yeah. It depends on where you work. Depends like, on where you work. Clear with that. That's true. And what you're doing. And what position. you're doing, and it really depends on tips. Like people yep. don't understand. Like I also think responsibilities too. Yes. I mean, looking back, I was um, in my eighteen. I was eighteen. Had no car payment, lived at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, no c- c- debt or what have you. Yeah. And um, I would go and get massages every month. That was like my mental health treat was to go um, down to the massage place and um, just get a nice massage. And they're the best. I, I mm-hmm. t- completely agree yeah. with you. I think it's one of those times where you can just be relaxed yep. and feel renewed and refreshed. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I think if we can give you any advice this year, mm. go and do something for you. It's 2024. It's your year. So it's, yeah, it's definitely the year that we need to put ourselves, I know like putting yourself first, like that's hard for some people. It's hard for me. It's hard. And it's, but I, it's like what I talked about in the beginning, like we understood like working out, right? Like. We put so much into our athletes. We put so much into our kids. And it's mm-hmm. just like, but we need to make sure that we're around long enough 
to still be coaching these kids, to still be able to show them what they need to do. Right. And how can I do that if I'm not helping myself? So it's like, yeah. I need to make sure I'm doing this stuff so I'm around for my children, around for my athletes, being able to show them what they need to do. And um, it's the same thing for your mental health and your physical health. Um, you have to take care of your mental health first, whether that is getting massages, um, taking time, seeing a therapist, talking to somebody. If you're not comfortable with that therapist yet, talk to a friend. Yeah. Um, I do highly encourage to go find somebody to talk to that as a professional. Um, it's nothing to be scared of. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, and I always tell people too, like when 2020 started, like I was like, it's 2020. How is nobody not seeing a therapist right now? Like we need to all just be seeing somebody because it's, there's nothing. The stigma should not be there. Yep. Um, and so taking care of yourself first and whether that's literally locking yourself in your bathroom and taking a bath and oh turning up gosh. the music do it it's the and best. you can't feel guilty and i know that especially as a mom i know that guiltiness yeah that you have to do it because if you don't you're going to go crazy mm. and i have mm. literally been there and i know covid did it but did it did us in a bunch of us like, yeah trust me i was there i was basically a single like mom i know that there are single moms out there not like you guys are rock stars and single dads like i'm not saying like trying but i'm just saying right. like, I literally was going crazy. It's <laughs> it was hard. Like, it was a hard year. And just like anger and it, like just things like my patience was short, like different, but you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, if you cannot take care of yourself, you cannot take care of others. Yeah. So that is what I truly believe. I completely agree. You know. Now, will I put into practice? I have to be better about that. Right. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it takes time. It takes um a wise man once said it's baby steps mm-hmm. uh quote the movie steps. thank you oh what about bob what about bob and uh, but that's the truth i mean it's, it's a very good point take those baby steps right i think i think we get and we talked about it mm-hmm. a little bit earlier we build resolutions for the year but we're so quick to break them because they are so hard mm-hmm. to accomplish right Maybe you've started January 1st and you're like, I'm going to lose 150 pounds, right? Be realistic. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Right? 10. Start at 10. Start at 10, right? You're starting, start at 5. Yeah, Right? Sure. Start just walking on the treadmill for mm-hmm. 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Right? Build your way up. My, I tell you what, I would love to be able to start waking up earlier, right? Oh gosh, same, but I can't. But I, I can't. Can right, now. right? It's not easy. No. Right? And I'm a couple weeks in clearly and still having a struggle time doing it you know but take it step by step right maybe you wake up five minutes maybe then you wake up 10 minutes Mm -hmm. the next week and so on and so forth so then that way your body gets regulated to that time right it's all about the baby steps you know and of course we are versed with understanding how mental health is so important Mm -hmm. um and if you are struggling with your mental health and need to talk to someone please reach out um to 
the new number, which is just 988. I love um, that they have something very simple to do. Yep, it's simple, it's easy. There's always 24-hour help. It's um, several languages, so um, text them at 988, or you can call them at 988, and there will be someone there for you mm-hmm. ready to help. You know, and at the end of the day, your life matters. Yeah. You matter. You matter, yep. And there's nothing more precious than you. So take the time, really understand that you can make it through and everything will be okay. Okay, so last question. Design your dream backyard. What would you want to have in it? I like this question. Oh. This is fun. Our dream backyard? Yep. What would you want to have in it? The beach. Oh. I know. That's not realistic. I'm sorry. Realistic um, backyard. You know, actually, I really liked my old house's backyard. I wish you could have been there to see it. Yeah. It was beautiful. So we ended up having one of my dad's friends or something put in a beautiful fountain. I mean, it was a waterfall fountain. Mm-hmm. And uh, just listening to that at night was relaxing. And I loved every moment of it. So I think that would be something that I'd want. Um, I like the idea of a fireplace in the backyard. Mm-hmm. So a place for everyone to kind of connect yep. and grow. Firepit, yeah, for sure. I love those ones that also have the built-in um, grills slash bar area. Yes. So I think that would be on my to-do. I think to-do. we have the same backyard. I kind of love... Do we want to live together? Yeah, let's just do it. Uh, I totally would do it yeah. with you. And um, a designated spot for animals to use the bathroom. Period. Yes, so you're not walking. Yes. That's 100%. 100%. That's my... In a bigger backyard. The backyard that I have now is a little bit smaller. Yeah. But I love your guys' backyard. It's That's beautiful big. big. Yeah, I love it. Um, but... No, that's the one thing with animals. I love animals. Don't get me wrong. I love, yeah, but as designated, I agree. They go out and they can go to the bathroom there. Go to the bathroom over in that area. Keep it in that confined area. Yep. Yep. And then I think I would add one more, though, to that for you. Like, love the bar area, grill, everything like that, the waterfall, fire pit. Um, but the projector that you have, I was just going to say to watch movies and shows and all that and sports, whatever, that's what I would have out there too, a big projector. It's one of those things that when I bought it for my dad years ago for Christmas, I had the intention for it to be outside. Yeah. I knew that that was something that I wanted for out there because of the possibility to be able to spend time with the mm-hmm. family outside, and it has not let me down. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, as yeah, you know, girls, I've yeah. taken the girls yep. and I've watched this. What was this? I was. It's not the Spider-Man movie. It's the Super Mario movie. Yep. And it's just a good time, you know? You get to be able to be with people that you mm-hmm. enjoy and enjoy a good movie under the stars, basically. Yeah, that was awesome. We'll have to do that more this year. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever you want. I, know, I feel like being intentional is another like word that comes to mind, so doing things like that and just like... Yeah. I like 
more intentional with like inter- like family stuff like togetherness exactly. and I want like fellowship. Um, I just know like that's a big thing for me. I'm like I want to be that person that just invites people like whatever over or go mm-hmm. there and it's just like more of that. And yeah. I know, like next Friday we're going over to our fa- friend's house and our families were doing dinner like you know family so it's just like more of that stuff and right. being intentional with people um is gonna be like i want to do big year that and i know we're all busy in our lives but like really making sure that that is a priority yeah um well and i think there's a difference yeah. between and i'm i'm semi bad at it just to be honest um, there's a difference between saying that you're going to mm-hmm. hang out and scheduling that you're going to hang yes. out, you know, and I learned that last year a little bit to schedule those times rather than just saying, yep. oh, let's get together. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we already like this morning, like say something we were like, yep, next Friday this time, like we're doing it with our families. Like, yep. That's just happening. And I just love it. It's yeah. one of those things that's set in schedule, you know, it's set in stone basically. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to get mm-hmm. together, and just the invite better. people over, tell that fellowship. Like we need more human connection. I feel like that's yeah. a big thing that's like being lost, and it should be just that no problem. Like whatever Sunday afternoon or whatever you're doing, come over for lunch. Yep, we're all going to fellowship at Johnny's house over here. Everybody just bring something over. Like you know what I mean. So yeah, absolutely. I with that, with you. let's get to our second. Wine. Oh my gosh, let's I'm, do it. I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for it? Here we go. The 2020 Reserve Syrah. Okay, can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> so, when we opened up the bottle earlier, yeah. we didn't mean to, like, fully open it up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because we usually we try to get the good pop. Yeah. Well, I had a good pop in the beginning. It was incredible. It was the sexiest pop of my entire 23 years of my life. Your glass, sir. Oh, sorry. You always pour the person's glass. You don't have to pour me first. It's, oh, it's tradition. It's tradition. Plus, it's technically like wine etiquette. Yes, it is etiquette. 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 Efficacy. No, no. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. You want to cheers? Cheers. Cheers. Alrighty. So, this, um, what are you smelling right off while I kind of uh, give some uh, notes for our listeners here? Um, you know, I'm smelling a little more, it's, of course, on the drier side, it smells a little more pungent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I'm getting a little bit of the fruitiness to it. So, um, let's see. It's definitely dark. It has this beautiful dark complexion to it. Um, kind of like a plum, you know, like a dark plum where as soon as you take a bite, it has that beautiful red ruby inside, but, um, has these wonderful, smellings of herbs and spices mm-hmm. as well as kind of a peppery I would say peppery kind of smell mm-hmm. Ooh, that's rich did we buy the same bottles of wine that we tried at the place yeah we did 
Because I feel like this one tastes just as good or almost better. I feel like it's better. I feel like we've had a better wine than experience. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, So I'll go ahead and read. So these are some tasty notes. Um, It's a 98% Syrah, 2% Veneer. Veneer. Yeah. Um, It is rich, full-bodied wine. Displays a dark ink-like color, which I agree with. Yeah. And concentrated notes of black currant. Yep. And dark plums. Interwoven with... um, with layers of black olive tempanade, white pepper, and savory notes of grilled meat and dry herbs. This finish is rich and impeccably smooth, underscored by lingering notes of sweet toasted oak and a touch of minerality. It is 100% um, estate grown. And um, this is, yeah, this is such a full body, like, I'm just looking at my notes. It's it's definitely it packs a punch. Oh with, yeah. Um, this kind of sweet, savory yet roasted, toasted oak feel. Um, you can definitely taste the pepper into it. You know, it's it's your typical Syrah, but it's i mean especially for it being a reserve it's not overly powering mm-hmm. to say the least i mean it, it has the wonderful smooth. taste of notes it's yeah. smooth i would say that for sure um like in that beginning in the front i am definitely tasting um that cur- the black current like yeah oh yeah but then after a little bit and it sits you know, that mid, I would say the plum that comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has this wonderful sweetness finish where it's it's all it's, it's not a little harsh. Bit, no, it's not harsh. It's a little bit tart. Yeah, in a sense where and that's where the plum right. Yeah, the plum. Um, wow, it's it's actually really good. I'm so glad we're using these books. I love now. these books. Um, I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot to do this one when we were at the winery, uh, in my book. An L for Dylan is basically what I'm saying. I read it. Did you read it? Definitely, yeah. It's a smiley face. Mm -hmm. I would definitely, I think when we had it there, it was a smiley face rating, you know. I think we knew we were going to do that where it was like the best... When we tried all the wines, yeah, definitely. I think if, I think if we could do a third one, it would have been that bombshell mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it was beautifully complex. Mm-hmm. It was not anything. Not your typical pizza wine, as people would say. No, well, and that's that's the thing. If you're gonna try get introduced into a red wine, that would be the wine to do it. Yeah. Um, this one's a little more for your typical mm-hmm. red. This is a full body. Like, yeah. Yeah. The the finish on this wine is clearly still lingering within mm-hmm. our taste buds. You know, it's, yeah. it's wonderfully produced and has just a strong finish. Yeah. Would you say it's a little floral? I know that's a weird one for a red. Mm, I wouldn't say floral. Am I trying to pick up something that's a little different? You could be picking up on hints of... The fruit, so maybe blueberry plum, hitting on those. 
I think blueberry is exactly okay. what it could be. Yeah. Yeah, where it's a little more... It's, I mean, I'm not going to say it's a sweet wine, but... It's it, low on the sweet. It's very... It's the very straws are... Yeah, it's very low on the sweet, but I feel like I'm getting a touch of this, like, hi, how are ya? You know, yeah. type of feel. Um, yeah. Mid, mid for, you know, your acidity, tannins, alcohol level, that's going to be your middle range. Right. Um, this is definitely full-bodied, as we said, low on the sweetness, so you're not... It's not a sweet wine, so if you are not <laughs> into that, this is, not, or if you are into that, excuse me, this is not the wine for you. Yeah. Um, and this is it's a it's a powerful wine. With this, I would um, ideas to pair it with. You're gonna want to do something that's gonna be more in the meaty area. Mm-hmm. Ribs would be great. Oh my. Um, a ribeye steak. Some, um... The steak you made tonight. Oh, that steak. Ryan's killing it tonight. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, barbecue is going to be really killer with this. Yeah. That's sweet with this dark richness. Um, if you're looking for something cheesy-wise, you're going to want to do something like a sharp cheddar, aged gouda, you know, something... Something to that effect. Um, what's nice about of course wine is you can have it in your um you can have it stored properly um which if you want to know all about storing go ahead and listen to our wine 101 plug plug (laughs) but honestly you can have this wine stored and they're typically stating that you can have this stored up until 2040 with the optimal maturity level at 2035. So you have plenty of time to really dive deep into the flavors and the taste of what this wine can produce throughout the um, years, really. Mm -hmm. For this Reserve Syrah, they actually made 358 cases worth. Wow. Right. And... um, Spent 21 months in a 500-liter French oak barrel and um, one month in a concrete tank, which I think really has signified the flavor balance with this wine. Yeah, it's definitely, um, I would say, full-bodied, as we talked about, um, but definitely, um, I don't know, it's... Super complex. I mean, we're getting those different tastes, right? That um, plum, some blueberry, and I know you talk about floral, so you might be hitting a little bit of blackberries in there. Like, yeah, the different berries, those you know, um, um, black the black fruit is what you might be getting at, right? Um, and this is just it's a great, it's a great wine, um, so that. That primary thing that you're tasting is going to be all of those blackberries, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other things that could be, you know, coming out of there. Yeah, um, definitely a blackberry finish, yeah. you know. I'm not really getting, um, it's not too tobacco-y forward. No. Or any, I'm not tasting any of that. Um, but, you know, pairing this with, like, I just had a piece of chocolate, actually, with this wine, mm-hmm. and you should do the same, because it's, like, amazing. 
Um, it, it just pairs so well, as long as well as those meats, as you said, the cheeses, all of that. Um, it just it's a good pairing. So yeah, no, exactly. You're completely right. I mean, just had a piece of chocolate with that and the complexity mm-hmm. and the new flavors that are enhanced with that piece of chocolate with this wine actually it bring, yeah it just brings it, it brings together. it together absolutely with um like as we talked about the fruit and all of that just coming forward it definitely ties everything together yeah it's yeah it is it is incredible now if you are a red wine drinker um this is a little it's good it's not too complex, I would say, um, but it's definitely, it's good. It's a good, you're having a steak dinner, all it's, of that, like a full body, it's yeah. good. It's well balanced, you it's, know what I mean? Yeah. It, you're, if you're looking for something that's going to punch you in the face with like an anise <laughs> yeah. or um, a tobacco flavor, this it's isn't not, the one that's going to do that for no. you. It's more laid back, mm-hmm. it's more calming. It's more of it's like a chill girl. she's a chill girl. Mm-hmm. So totally agree. Yeah. So this is good job, Airfields. This is a good one. Absolutely. Okay. So as we continue to drink our wine yeah. and enjoy this lovely Syrah that Airfields has given us, let's go to your story. Now it's not calamity. I know right now we usually do calamity, right. but I'm actually really super excited for whatever Dylan has brought me. <laughs> and maybe one day we'll have a YouTube and you'll be able to see us and all of that and you'll get more. That's definitely, I think, in the works. I think, possibly. yeah. Possibly. I know um, people have said having that and YouTube gets you more whatever. I mean, we'd love more of all listeners and followers, but we're just happy and thankful for who we have. Um, but if that is something, you're like, yeah, we want to see you too. Um, drop in our DMs, comment, whatever, um, at wine with us. That's W-H-I-N-E dot with us on Instagram. Um, we would love to hear what you guys have to say. So, anyway, still in. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Okay, so like I, we had kind of stated earlier, I'm going to be reading off a more creepy story that TikTok had <laughs> sparked an interest into me. And so, of course, it's not the Halloween time, but I hope you guys kind of enjoy this spooky story. My wife and I have been playing hide and seek for three days straight. I don't know what to do. In the past 72 hours, my life has been turned upside down. Our family has been thrown into chaos. My wife is missing, and I fear she'll never return. Let me start from the beginning. My wife and I started playing hide-and-seek with our two young kids. However, they're a little too young to hide efficiently. Makes sense. They always hide in the same spot every time, so we found that it's more fun for one of us parents to hide and the rest of us seek. I've hidden from my wife and kids just by standing completely still in a corner of a dark room. It's amazing how our brains are programmed to see things that move. My wife gets a little more creative, 
but it's hard for us to do anything to elaborate because the kids are not very cooperative in waiting for us to hide. On Tuesday evening, after work, we decided to play. My wife decided to hide first. I counted down from 10 with the kids, holed up on downstairs in the office. Ready or not, here I come. The kids bound out of the room like wild dogs. I followed slowly, trying to get a sense of where my wife was hiding. Okay, can we pause there? I love the fact that they're playing along. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the husband has no idea where the wife is going to be hiding. Yeah. He's taking the time to spend with his kids and take care. And We love an active parent. Yeah, we love that. Um, I'd often try to figure out what room she was hiding in first. To gently guide the kids so that we wouldn't find her too soon or spend too long finding her. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I saw her when I entered the living room. She was crouched behind the couch. I could see a bit of her elbow poking out from behind the upholstery. The kids walked right past her, too intent on checking the kitchen. I waited for them to return as they walked back in. I rounded the couch. I waited for them to squeal in delight. Except they didn't. Confused, they approached the couch. She wasn't there. Huh. Maybe I had just seen a tag or something poking out, or maybe she moved her hiding spot. Wouldn't be the first time, that's for sure. As I said, she's more creative than I am. So we moved on. We checked all the unusual spots. Underneath the shelving in the garage, behind the kitchen door, even in the lower kitchen cabinets, which iconic if you can fit in that. Uh, okay, girl. <laughs> right? What is she, 5'2"? Um, she wasn't in any of those spots, just so that you're aware. I hadn't heard her go upstairs, but she can creep pretty quietly. I walked along the hallway, the kids in tow. Jesse, I called in a sing-along voice. We're going to find you. Terrifying right? Gotcha! Our bedroom door was open and there was a long, just-shaped lump under the covers. Let's check mom and dad's bedroom, I said to the kids, pattering footsteps as they charged behind me. I reached for the light switch, flicked on the lights, then grabbed the hem of the comforter and yanked it off. My heart dropped. The bed was empty. I stared down in confusion. It must have been bunched up weirdly, but I could have sworn it looked like a person under there. The rough shape of someone in a fetal position, legs bent, back curved. I backed out of the room. The kids and I went downstairs. Jess, I called out. We can't find you. Come on out. Nothing. The kids lost interest. As uh, yep, my kids makes sense. Interest real fast. Right. They bound into the family room and began playing with their cars. I was about to call out to her again when I noticed the chain in the basement door lock was disengaged. Aha. As I approached, my heart hammered in my chest. I knew she was waiting on the other side, waiting to just jump out at me, giving a heart attack like she's done before. I took a deep breath and swung open the door. She wasn't there. Damp air wafted up from the basement. I clicked on the light. Jess? I called out. No answer. The kids aren't playing anymore, I called down. And you shouldn't be hiding down there anyways. 
These, these stairs are too dangerous. Nothing. I turned, about to close the door, but something caught my eye. Black hair, pointing through the gap between the stairs, about halfway down. She's hiding under the stairs. I stepped down. The wood creaked under my weight. The hair glistened below me in the dim yellow light. I continued down the steps, avoiding stepping on her hair, until I was standing on the concrete floor. I whirled around. Aha! But the space underneath the stairs was empty. My blood ran cold. Jess, this isn't funny, I shouted. Stop playing games with me. A footstep sounded behind me. I whirled around. The naked bulb in the ceiling only lit half of the basement. The other half were the rows and rows of storage boxes was near total darkness. But I squinted, trying to make out in the murky darkness behind the stack of boxes in the corner. I thought I could see her standing there. I could only see her in my peripheral vision, like how you can only see a dim stars when you're not looking right at them because of how your optic cells are arranged. I focused on one of the storage boxes, really stared at it. And when I did, I realized I could only see her pale calves extending up in the darkness. And as I stood there, I realized I could hear her breathing. I can see you there, I said, my voice wavering. Why are you being so weird? The kids aren't even playing anymore, so come out, please. Deep in my pit in my stomach, I knew there was something wrong, something horribly wrong. So I chickened out. I'm going upstairs. You can join me when you're ready. I headed for the stairs, but halfway there, the bulb flickered and went out. Total darkness surrounded me. I stretched my hands out blindly, groping them into the darkness, and they only fell into the air. I frantically pawned through the air, searching for something, anything, until my fingers caught on something. Hair. I screamed and yanked my hands back, then I ran blindly into the darkness, but something glanced off me. I shoved it at, I shoved at it as I heard a dull thwack, and then I kept running. The sight of the banister caught me straight into the chest. Panting, I felt my way to the stairs and climbed them as fast as I could, then locked the door into the basement and frantically ran to my kids. They were fine, but as I hugged them, I couldn't get the horrible thought out of my head. The hair didn't, f it didn't feel right. It was higher than my eye level, about six, six and a half feet off the ground. Jess is only five two. The police searched my entire house. My wife isn't here. They searched the backyard and patrolled in three mile radius and they came back empty handed. It's like she disappeared off the face of the earth, except as I rolled over in my bed, I swear I touched something warm. And that's where I stopped in the TikTok. So the next part of this update is all new to me too. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So this is where I stopped. And I was okay. like, okay, Jordan, we are going to read this. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So Buckle here up. is the update. It's pretty good so far, right? This real? I don't know. Okay. It's just... Story. I mean, of course, anything on Reddit could be I fake, know. but I kind of wish it was real. Um, my wife and I have been playing hide-and-seek for three days straight. 
here's the update. It has been a while since I updated, and I'm sorry, but my life has been hell. I don't trust my own sanity. I don't know what's real and what's not. Mm. But I do know one thing for sure. Jess, the love of my life, is gone. When she had been missing for three days, I did everything I could do to find her. I stapled missing posters to telephone poles. I called friends and family, people she could have escaped to, even though her car was still in the driveway. Even though I knew she must have been somewhere in the house. I soldered on and pretended that this was an average missing person case. But things only got worse. On the morning of day seven, I opened our closet to get dressed and I scanned the hanging shirts looking for my purple button down and I noticed something on my peripheral vision. Something beige colored poking out from underneath the sleeve of Jess's flannel shirt. I couldn't be sure, but from the brief glimpse I got, it looked like a finger. Every muscle in my body froze. My heart began to pound. My eyes snapped on it. Just in time to see a hint of movement in the limp hanging sleeve. As if there was something in there pulling itself up, coiling further into the shirt. I leaped forward and thrusted my arms into the clothes, pushed them back and forth, but there was nothing. My heart throbbing in my ear. I ripped the shirts off the hangers and threw them on the ground. I didn't stop until the clothes were on, just in a heap of the pile on the floor. But of course, the closet was empty. I stood there panting, feeling like a madman. I must have imagined it. I must have. But every time I closed my eyes, I saw the movement in the sleeve of something pulling back up into it, and my stomach turned. For a few days, I was able to keep it together. I stuck to my routine of sleep, eat, work, pick up the kids, spend time with them, and then go to bed. I focused on comforting them, telling them everything will be all right. It was hard to answer their questions. Where's mommy? When will mommy be home? But I comforted them the best I could. The three of us were in this together. At least we had each other. But the peace was short-lived. I was watching TV after the kids went to sleep. I got up to get another drink and I saw something poking out of the wall by the stairs. It was on the second stair, just a black blob that my brain knew wasn't supposed to be there. What is that? I got up, stepped closer, the voices on the TV growing distance as I focused on it. Did the kids drop some food or a sock or something? I got closer and then I froze. I recognized it. The shiny black satin, the edge of the bow. It was one of Jess's high heels. And now as I got closer, I could see a bit of flesh poking out above the edge of the shoe and a shadow stretching out along the hardwood floor. She's standing there. Jess, I asked, my voice barely be above a whisper. Silence. I stepped closer, staring at the shoe and at that bit pale of flesh on the top of her foot, sticking out above the curved edge. I grabbed the side of the wall for balance, and then as fast as I could, swung out into the foyer. Nothing. 
No one was standing there. No one was standing on the stairs. I backed away and I felt dizzy. Maybe I imagined it. I've had three drinks, but deep down I knew. I knew I didn't imagine it. Just like I didn't imagine seeing Jess in the basement that night or feeling her hair in the darkness. I, I wasn't crazy. At least I didn't think so. Then again, if I were crazy, I probably wouldn't know I was. I forced the incident out of my mind. I had to. I had to keep it together for my Ava and Henry. They already had lost one parent. They couldn't lose two. So I just focused everything I had on helping them, comforting them, and loving them. But then was that horrible night two weeks ago. Daddy, I'm scared, Ava said as she walked into my room. It was almost 11, way past Ava's bedtime. I had groaned, thinking how cranky she'd be when I had to wake her up for school in the morning. Why are you scared, I asked, getting out of bed. There's a monster under my bed. All the blood drained out of my face. Normally those words wouldn't scare a parent. Kids always think there's monsters under their bed. It's practically a cliche. But going through everything with Jess, my heart sunk into my stomach like an, like an anchor. My, I heard its breathing. My heart plummeting. My heart plummeted further. Okay, sweetheart. I finally said, forcing a smile on my face. I'll check it out for you. The two of us walked towards her bedroom. When we got into the doorway, I paused. Um, can you go to your brother's room, okay? And I'll, I'll check it out. She skipped off to his room, and I was left alone. At first, nothing seemed to miss. I could make out most of her room in the dim light from the mermaid nightlight and her bedside. First off, can we pause? Why did you not turn on the bedroom light? I know. Why is this dark? never turn on the bedroom light. Stupid. Um, okay, continue. The space under the bed, however, was pitch black. I swallowed and then slowly got on my hands and knees. The darkness under my bed was pure black. Nope. The darkness under the bed was pure black. But when I actually lowered my head onto the floor, I saw straight through to the other side. Her pile of stuffed animals and dolls all thrown together in a heap, the bottom of her unicorn poster, the shaggy purple rug, and I began to get up and froze. No. 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 There was... There was hair hanging off the edge of the bed. I lay there frozen, black spots dancing in my vision. The hair didn't move as I stared at it. It didn't disappear or go away. It's it's just laying on the bed? I sucked in a deep breath and my heart pounded so hard I felt dizzy. Slowly, holding my breath, I pushed myself up. My eyes peeked over the top of the bed, and I first saw the corners of Ava's pillow. Then, oh, for goodness sake, it's just Ava's frozen doll. Anna was laying there on the edge of her bed. Her hair caressed over the edge, almost looking black in the dim light. I grabbed the stupid doll and put it on the pillow, and then I grabbed the comforter and shook it out, laying it on the bed and smoothing it out. These damn kids gonna give me a heart attack someday, swear. Ava, I called, turning around. Your room is fine. My breath caught to my throat. The air vent near the floor 
between the metal slats. Two eyes glimmered in the darkness. I expected myself to scream, to run, but I had enough of this thing, whatever it was, tormenting me. I scrambled over to the vent. Hey, hey, I screamed, my voice echoing against the metal. Come back here. What did you do to Jess? Soft thumping sounds as it crawled deeper into the house. And then nothing. I let out a shuddering breath. Slowly, I stood up, my heart pounding. I stepped out into the hallway, and then I heard the screams. Seeing that thing in the air vents was nothing compared to the fear I felt when I heard my children scream. I raced down the hallway and every part of my body in panic mode. Ava! Henry! I shouted, my feet pounding underneath me. The door to Henry's room hung open. I burst inside. Ava cowered with Henry, who'd just woken up, both of them staring behind me at the shadows behind the bedroom door. I grabbed the doorknob and I, in one swift motion, swung it open, just in time to see a lock of hair, dark hair, disappear back into the air vent. Come on, we're getting out of here. I picked up Henry and Ava's hand and we raced for the stairs, metallic thumping sounded through the walls all around us as if they were being followed by the air ducts frantically trying to prevent our escape but we made it out to the car and then we pulled out of the driveway tires screeching against the road two days ago i put the house for sale we can't live here anymore i just don't know what's living in my house now but it isn't jess my wife is gone i told the real estate agency everything that happened it didn't feel right letting another family buy this house only to be tormented by this thing. But she just looked at me like I was crazy. And maybe I am. But I know now that my kids have seen it too. Heard it. Felt its presence. Crawling. Slithering within the bowels of our home. So this is the only way I know to warn you. If you're looking for a house and come across a white house with burgundy shutters behind a picket fence in the dead end street in Franklin, Pennsylvania. Don't buy it. Isn't that kind of creepy? That's wild, dude. Like, when I had heard the first part, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to know the end of this. But knowing that how good the beginning was, I was like, oh, we have to read it here. You know? But to go from literally having your spouse... And then having no spouse at all, creepy. Yeah. And then to go and hide and seek. First off, who plays hide and seek? Do you do you ever play hide and seek with your kids? Heck no. <laughs> I mean that's fair. For this reason alone. <laughs> this reason alone. No, just joking. Um, also, yeah, no, I don't have the patience for that. But then neither do my kids, so no wonder where they get it from. True. Because they're like, okay, it's been like five seconds. Where are you? Yeah, we're done. We're done with the game. Let's move on. That's how our ADD <laughs> brains work, okay? So, let me bring us some more here. Great legs, by the way. We're talking about the wine now. Yeah. Everybody's wondering. The legs the on this one is actually really good. is amazing. Thank you, darling. You're welcome. So, anyways, that's a creepy story. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was kind of a good one to... Yeah read for you all and uh, let us know. 
did you like it? Is that kind of your thought of how it was going to go? Do you think there should be more? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Talk, to talk really quickly, talk about really creepy stories. I watched a new scary movie the other day. Ooh, I get scary I know you do. You actually probably would like this one. It's called Cobweb. Have you seen it? No. Okay, it's really good. I'm not going to give it away. But, um, basically, this little boy hears things within the walls. That's terrifying. Yeah, and, um, what you think is happening is not happening. But what you think is not happening could be happening at the exact same time. It's a twist. It's a turn. Uh, 10 out of 10 recommend. And this story kind of gives me cobweb vibes. So if you have seen cobweb, let me know. What are your thoughts? I really liked it. That's where you end? Mm -hmm. Well, I think we have come to the time where we're going to go ahead and start rating this wine. I think so. (laughs) So, Jordan, what did you think of the uncorked Chardonnay? Um, you know what? I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. What about you? You know, I would actually agree. I think a seven, seven and a half would be wow, okay. right on scale for me. Um, okay. No, you yeah. know, I think I'm being too generous with the half. I'm going to actually go back with the seven. Okay. Um, I think it's perfectly done in a sense where... If you're not usually more of a dry Chardonnay person or like the oakiness of a Chardonnay, this would be the one for you. Mm -hmm. It has that beautiful citrus touch as well as the fruit aspect. And so I definitely would recommend it. I'm going to look back on my notes and what I rated it. Um, Oh, I rated a six. So, okay. Interesting. More than before. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, I think if I quickly look back at my notes, I also rated it a six. So okay. I wonder if there was, you know, of course, with There's being at a winery, there is yeah. always something. Um, but a, for a $20 bottle of an own corked Chardonnay, it was quite good. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, and what about the Syrah that we just tasted? Yeah, the Syrah, you know, if I remember correctly at the winery, it wasn't like the one thing that I was really craving. No. When I I tried that bombshell. Yeah. Incredible. But as we sipped it today, it had some weird enhanced flavors Mm -hmm. that I don't think I tasted before at the winery. No. So, you know, I think, I think I'm going to give it like maybe a six and a half. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's where I sit solid at it. Um, I think for me, I'm wanting more of a pungent or a more Mm tobacco-y, drier Syrah, especially when it comes to a reserve. Yeah. But, um, how about you? I'm going to say, honestly, I'm going to rate this pretty high and say oh. maybe like a seven, seven and a half. Okay. Um, maybe more on the seven side. I really enjoyed this wine. Yeah. Um, I think this would be a great, this is what I would serve at a dinner party. Some sort of situation like that. If I was having friends over, this would be the wine I would have. 
Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it was easy in the front, not harsh in the back, which is especially if you're a wine drinker, maybe you have new friends that are wine drinkers, you would want to serve this um, to them. Right. You're not going to want to hit so much tannin where it's super like, you know. Right. Um, so this would be a great wine to serve at a dinner party um, somewhere else. And so I'm going to look back at my notes and see what I had. And while you do that, I think that you bring a good point. You know, I'm thinking more on the fact of what I look for in a Syrah, but mm-hmm. you explain it perfectly on what a Syrah would be perfect for, for someone who is being introduced into something. Yeah. So, um, you know, on that clear effect, I, I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And I want to, I mean, I know that we both are like, okay, this is for the people. And so we're trying to do that. So, right. um, okay. And then I looked back and I rated this a six and a half. So yeah, that's a big jump. Right yeah. Yeah. That's good. Seven, okay. So, um, that's great. That's awesome. This has, um, been a great wine and both of them, honestly. Yeah. Like they, they did a really good job with this. You can tell that the craftsman the craftsmanship, excuse me, has been enhanced over mm-hmm. time and has really um, developed. It's not something that has been done quick and not methodical. It's, you know, it, it really has taken its time. Yeah. And I think just in the time that we had the tasting to now, um, whether the, the, bottom, the bottle was open, like whatever, there's so many factors in um what could be changing our right. tastes our feels or whatever and so i just think th- the ones we had honestly were on point and so good so good so if you are wanting to um buy or purchase any of these bottles of wines or just want to know more information you're going to go ahead and go to airfieldswines.com that's a i r f i e l d w-i-n-e-s dot com and I'm going to post this on our social media um, when we have our things coming up it's kind of you'll kind of see like a pattern of um, stories and posts so right you're going to hear a story about when we probably are starting to record all of that stuff and then a post of when it's going to come out we are more official like our podcast is done and so forth and right. that is where you will find, um, you know, on our post or story, a link to go ahead and buy these wines. It's going to be mostly likely on our story, so you can link it. You can buy before, and then by the time that our upload is out, you will have the wine, so you can join. Uh, you can enjoy it with us. So, um, just be looking out on social media for more of those posts from us. Um, like I said, we are trying to be more intentional with that. And so that you are all ready and all set to be ready for our wine. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, as always, please do follow us Mm -hmm. on all of our social medias. We have TikTok, Instagram, and you can find us on all podcast platforms uh, through our link tree. Uh, You can find us on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's W-H-I-N-E dot with us. That's wine with us. And, um... As for business purposes, feel free to email us at uh, whinewine.withus, the number one, at gmail.com. 
We'd love to be able to get in touch, see how we can collaborate and uh, collaborate and listen. <laughs> um, Ice is back with a brand new invention. <laughs> Tightly. Get it. it. Yeah. Um, but yes, so we're excited for this new year. Yeah. We're excited to grow and develop. And as always, Jordan, would you like to take yeah. it away? Well, I do have one more question, though. Yes. Do you think on our link tree, okay, we could put like the month, like what we're doing that month? Like they get. Oh, like a like collaborative, a, this is what we're doing? Link tree, and then it's like airfield click here or wherever yeah absolutely i think um you know that you bring it up absolutely i think that would be a wonderful addition to what we can do and um this is hey this is past dylan for future dylan just letting you know that we are looking forward to you kind of implementing that into our link tree so uh if it's it should be done. So okay. most likely we'll do it. I'm right wondering. This I'm video. just thinking. Like, yeah, I'm sure we could go and we yeah. can research. Okay, cool. No, I think okay. that's a wonderful idea. I just like, oh, I think we could probably change it like each time. Like, click here for airfield, and it would directly take them to. Right. That, or even having a section where we talk about like our specific years Absolutely. or seasons. So yeah. then that way, if you want to go back and re- reminisce in. Yeah. Uh, reminisce into what we did back in July of 2023 you're more than welcome to do that so we will of course we're open to new ideas we're open to new things and we are like Jordan says uh, the people's people so we're we're trying to help you help us help you (laughs) we are the people's people exactly all right. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. Yes. We hope that you will um, keep enjoying us on Instagram, on TikTok, all of our social media. Follow us, please. We um, just love listening, um, hearing from you, listening to you know what you have to say and how we can just better you and better this community. So um, we are super excited for what this 2024 season is going to hold. Absolutely. It's going to be... Filled with a, it's going to be just us diving really deep into the wine community. And we are so excited to bring you along with us. And with that, I will have to say, cheers, my friends. Cheers. Cheers.